You're listening to a SodaCon Sessions by Effective, live from a SodaCon 2023. We're out here at a SodaCon Sessions, sponsored by Effective, and we had a chance to catch up with John Foley, who is the president founder of Recharge. So, John, thanks for coming out. This is great. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm I'm pumped about being here. Yeah, like obviously you guys had some great topics this morning as far as like used EVs, futures of that, and even like the education around that. Obviously, there's a, there's a large push for that like nationwide for dealerships. So, like for you, we talked about what is really the future of what you guys are trying to accomplish. So, in fact, let's start with this. What does Recharge do? Sure. How do you guys bring value to dealerships? Yeah. Well, um, today, Recharged is a um, experience center in Richmond, Virginia, um, and we are buying and selling used EVs. Um, We're improving the experience uh, that that buyers might find today in trying to find and purchase an EV. Uh, We've added education, as you mentioned, around charging and range, uh, really try to help you know, buyers understand and navigate um, that that entire process. Uh, so we're having a lot of fun doing that. Sure, uh, we're doing well. It's you know we're having great great conversations with with people, and we're learning so much every day. Uh, we're also getting a lot of confirmation that you know what we're doing is something that's missing from the market today, and that's sure. that's really exciting. Um, it's exciting when I get a call from somebody who isn't even in the market to to buy a car, and they're they just want to call and cheer us on and say, man. Sure. I bought an EV six months ago and it was a terrible experience. Um, but I, I really hope that you guys make it because like yeah. this is what's needed. For sure. Um, now, I, I see a greater opportunity to help, you know, a much broader market in, um, in, in a way that's, that's maybe a little different than we're doing anywhere else today. And that is, you know, I'd love to aggregate all of the used EV inventory that's available, put it on the Recharge platform, recharge.com platform, and make it available to, to buyers. So, you know, a, a dealer marketplace where, um, you know, if, if I am not comfortable uh, selling EVs today on my own, um, but I don't necessarily have like a great way to, to, to you know, get rid of the car that I have, you know, retail it through Recharged sure. um, and, and find a buyer for it that way. So, yeah. Um, but what I love about what you guys are doing, John, is the fact that you're educating automotive retailers and you're really bringing them up to speed with where they should have been, uh, especially with the vehicles they're trying to sell. So it's it's very stereotypical that the EV buyer knows more about the vehicle they're buying than the people selling it, especially when you see stats where there's they maybe only have one, two or three EVs in stock, especially on the used side. Yeah. So, um, you know, a couple of things I, I said, we're educating the retailers were really educating buyers today. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, and it, you're right. So, you know, any used car operation will tell you that the buyer who comes in and, and looks at their vehicle um, knows far more about it than they do. Yes. Uh, they've spent hours researching this one car. I have hundreds of cars for sale. Yeah. Um, but I think the delta between that and the used EV buyer is, is too great. So sure. we are... We, we don't know every single thing about every one of our cars. Um, we try to. We do lunch and learns uh, as a team. Like We really want to, to, to get better and understand everything. Any, everything's an opportunity to, to, to coach and teach each other up. Um, but yeah, we still recognize that the person who comes in and ultimately buys the car probably, not every time as we found, but probably knows more about it than we do. Sure. And also, how do you guys produce, you know, the content, the training, things like that, that you can really bring forward to the market so that people know more about EVs uh, educationally? 
So I'd say like it's it's kind of deploying in phases right now. And what you see on our web page are 72 roughly uh, pages of educational content sure. um, that that our team uh, wrote on on their own. Um, we are now beginning to move into, you know, uh, a bit more of the video and digital yeah. uh, content creation and um, and, and want to kind of bring that ed- that education to life. Um, and there really is a lot of opportunity in that space today. You know, there's there's great new car content out there. But I think in the used car space, there's a, there's a tremendous opportunity. So sure. And there's a huge need for that just because, you know, yeah, yeah, a lot of times at- people don't know about these and they. They don't know what they don't know until they realize what they can learn, especially yep. when they're in a space where they can learn and grow with that. So what would you say holds for like the future for you guys? What do you see you guys accomplish in the next couple of years? Yeah, I, I think we'll continue to, to prove out the model that we're, we're, we've built today. Um, that could mean, you know, market expansion could mean, you know, additional um, experience centers. Um, and maybe, you know, leaving Virginia even. Um, but at the same time, building out that dealer marketplace is, is sure. critical to this. And so um, that's where you'll see a lot of our focus here, you know, over the next 12 months, especially. So, yeah, sure. And what has been your focus so far? So I should ask this. When was Recharge founded? Yeah. Well, you know, that's an interesting story. Sure. Um, <laughs> and, you know, so last year um, I had uh, after 23 years in automotive retail, I had a a break and was considering, you know, what was next. And I had a short list of ideas that I really wanted to go and explore. Um, and none of them were auto- back into automotive retail where I'd spent the last 23 years. Sure. Um, and I'm sitting at a SoduCon and, you know, uh, I, I'm watching one of the presentations and we're talking about the, the volume of used car inventory that's coming to market, you know, over the next couple of years. Sure. And in my mind, I'm like, man, it just, it was a, it was an aha moment for sure. I mean, there is nobody who is specialized in used EVs today. Um, and, you know, I'm not, I wasn't an, an enthusiast, super passionate about EVs, but I know the automotive retail space and sure. like, like this is a problem that I can help solve. Um, and so, you know, when I, when I pair that with what I see happening on the new car side, manufacturers are, are putting very stringent requirements on their franchises, you know, around, technology and people and education and like yeah. why wouldn't that be the same for the used car buyer why wouldn't this the used car buyer demand the exact same experience and education and so like i just leaned in heavy on that and like once i got it in my mind i could not i could not leave so immediately you know f- i mean i say flew in, in, in only in the sense that i was you know foot all the way down on the accelerator yeah. <laughs> leaving philadelphia heading back to richmond like i've got to go do this i've got to go chase this down so that's where it started. Um, and then, uh, you know, over, over the course of the next few months, I was out, you know, talking to people, beginning to socialize this idea, ended up um, meeting um, my business partner. And, uh, and so we got, we really got started last year. We have been, this is our second full month operational. Yeah. We've been soft, uh, soft opened earlier this year. And so we're just going at it now. And uh, it's a lot of fun. So, yeah, it's cool when you can, you know, go from, your experience in automotive retail. So you said 23 years in automotive retail mm-hmm. and you know the struggles of what they have sales process wise, uh, education mm-hmm. wise. And obviously there's a lot of new franchises, I'm sorry, new OEMs that are requiring their franchises to invest in the EV side of it. You look at Ford for what they're doing, $500 million, I'm sorry, $500,000 to even sell yeah. 
the new EVs. Yep. And that's not even to stock them. And they're talking about a $1.2 million investment, you know, to even stock them. So it's very clear that new OEMs know where things are going. That That's true. And, you know, I don't think as an industry, we have always highlighted that uh, we're very good at change. And so, <laughs> you know, when you, when you think about the, you know, name any franchise dealer, um, and it's very likely that there's a, a large cohort of the team that is resistant to any shift to EVs. Sure. Stick with what works, right? Um, but the, the, what I see and what I hear from, you know, the, the buyers and sellers that come and visit us at Recharge who have had an experience, um, unfortunately, a lot of times it, it's not great. And, and what, what they were presented was, you know, likely a salesperson, maybe a sales manager who is only repeating the things that they hear from their management team, the executive team, et cetera. And, you know, as I said on stage earlier, if you don't want to be in the EV space, I think that's fine. Like, I don't think you, sure. everybody should have to make that commitment today, but you do need to be thoughtful about how you present that to the people who walk into your dealership because there are a lot of EV curious people. Doesn't mean that they're all EV buyers, but they are curious. They want to know, they want to learn more and, and you should be prepared to have intelligent conversations there. Uh, even if, you know, ultimately you sell a gas vehicle or a hybrid vehicle. Yeah. So, and even yeah. just the experience needs to be consistent overall. Like, you know, not only the educational side of it, but also the, we need to be able to deliver on what we're promising. So uh, in, inside the used EV space, whether you're a buyer, whether you're an automotive retailer, it's very clear that we need to have a consistent customer experience because it's, I mean, it can be so hit or miss. And you know that, like 23 years in automotive, mm -hmm. you were involved in some of the first EVs that were in the market, you know? I was I was with Nissan in 2012. And okay. <laughs> so uh, I was there for the Leaf. Yeah. And, uh, or the launch of the leaf for sure. sure. So I, you know, the 90 long, mile long range of, leaf. Yeah. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, 30 mile range. Sure. Now. But the, um, you know, long ago I was taught, um, you know, if you, if you don't know, that's okay. Sure. You know, um, and, and be transparent. I don't know, but I know where to get the answer. Sure. You know, and I think that's you know pretty powerful when you're talking to somebody and you're just transparent enough to let them know, you know, hey, I don't know everything about this EV, but I do know where to get the answer. Let's go. Yeah, sure. You know, so. <laughs> I think we know the answer too, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call John. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's cool that you're able to see that. You're able to have the experience automotive retail. What kind of advice would you give to people, whether they're maybe employees at a automotive retailer or they're buyers looking for used EVs? What kind of advice would you give them about the process for looking for a used EV? Where should they start? Where should they end? What should that look like? Yeah, I think organizations need to make the decision first on where they stand. But if if I dropped into a dealership today and started my career over and I was selling cars, like, you know, I would certainly educate myself on, sure. on the products that are out there um, and especially some of the features and technology um, and, and, you know, be able to have those conversations with people. I certainly wouldn't want somebody who, you know, you think about any training that's done around the trade, the trade appraisal process. Yeah. It's never, it's never leading with like, Ugh, we don't want this car. You know, <laughs> it, it's always like, let me get you excited about, you know, we're excited about your car. Oh man, yeah. tell me more, you know, I want your and, car. I don't yeah, know what it is, but absolutely. I want it. Absolutely. <laughs> and so, you know, if somebody's first, you know, experience at your dealership is, uh, Ugh, you have a Tesla, like, you know, not great. Um, and, and that, that, that may kill that, you know, that opportunity. So, sure. um, you know, embrace it. it. You don't have to be an EV dealer, 
but there are EVs that are out there and, and just embrace that. So Yeah, so if there's automotive retailers that are taking vehicles in on trade like that, where do you think they should start with? Do you think it's a self-education standpoint? Yes and no. So, like, sure. I, I do not pretend that it is not a heavy lift to understand um, all that there is to know about the the EV market. And so, you know, I offer myself as a resource. Sure. There are other, you know, you've got John Ellis and and others who are out here, you know, offering tremendous resources to to help dealers understand what they're standing there and looking at. Um, you may not want to be the owner of the car, and you may want a way out and um, and there, those answers are out there. So, like, you'll pick up the phone and ask. That's it's pretty simple. Yeah. So. so, I think one of the cool things is, like, you said it's not EVs that you were passionate about, but I think I've discovered what you are passionate about is the education of people and the education around those products. It's it's the people. It's not the actual product itself that really fits within what you're trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, years from now, obviously you guys are continuing to growing. You had a launch this year. There's going to be a ton of opportunities for you guys to continue to educate not only the market, uh, frontline salespeople, people that are looking for a vehicle, shoppers, things like that. And I think the sky's the limit for you guys. I've, I've My teams have always asked me, you know, what are the things that are important to you? you know, sure. If I'm working for you, how do I understand like what are the things that are important to you? And I always tell them there's, there's three things. But the number one thing every time is people. Sure. And it is it is your team that works for you. It's the people that you know walk in and, and, and are potential buyers, sellers, service parts. It's your vendors. It's everybody. Yeah. Um, and, and that matters. And if, so if you, if you can't start there, yeah. the rest of it doesn't matter. Yeah. So. If you can't handle the people part, then no. nothing else really yeah. matters. hundred <laughs> percent. Yep. What would you say is probably one of the most exciting things you've done during this startup process? Like what is one thing you're super passionate about besides, you know, working with people every day and helping them and guide them? Oh man, you know, I, having been on the, uh, on the operation side for so long, like sure. solving problems is just something I like, I really lean into. Yeah. Like, and, and when you're starting something uh, brand new, you know, you're doing a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, uh, it's all problems, isn't it? <laughs> it it's a hundred percent. And like, you're just like fire, fire, fire. How do I solve this? Hadn't thought about that. And, um, but I will say one thing that was especially fun about this sure. uh, versus some of the other builds I've had over time is like, I, I literally swung the hammer myself on the property. So, you know, went in, figured out what needed to be done. Uh, I called in a, a great teammate who's worked for me in the past and, uh, he, got side by side with me and we went in there for a couple months and, and, and got the property ready and, and really brought to life the vision for what we want this experience center to be. And, and that's pretty, that's pretty cool. You know, uh, it's, it's one thing to tell somebody and then they go do it for you, but it's something else to go do it on your own. So that was, that was a lot of fun. Sure. Now, does this yep. mean you're going to build the next one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I hope that, um, you know, some of the motivation to do it the first time sure. doesn't exist the second yeah. time. So. <laughs> the motivation, the drive to say you did it, right? Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, John yeah. Foley, thank you so much for spending some time with us here in a SodaCon yeah. session. Thanks Obviously, it's been me. a great show with you guys so far. Um, you guys have some awesome topics today, and there's a ton of more education we're having in the next couple days. So, thanks so much. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Appreciate you. Of course. Appreciate you. Thank you for listening to this Asotucon session by Effective. If you want more content like this, you can check out our other podcasts. We have a daily show called The Automotive Troublemaker, Monday through Friday, here on podcasts, also live streamed on YouTube and LinkedIn and Facebook. We also have a long-form podcast called Auto Collabs, Auto Collabs. And if you just want to go a little deeper into this community, 
you should sign up for our regular email. We put our heart and soul into it. You can get it for free by going to asotu.com. We'll see you next time.